We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world, George's Box. Welcome back to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And today, Nick texted me, you want to do a podcast today? Direct quote, I'm itching to talk ball. You got it. You got it. I don't. Here's my thing. I don't think when you say talk ball, I don't think baseball qualifies. I feel like that's football or basketball. I don't know why, but it also I talked to my wife about this, too. I just wanted to, like, gauge if this was going to be a thing people would relate to. But, um. For some reason, if you say talk ball, there's air in that ball. Ah, okay. Interesting. See, this is like, oh, what defines a sport? Everybody has their different definition of sport. What defines talking ball? There has to be air in the ball. I've never, I've never heard one. I mean, that that just makes sense. I mean, that's just the thing I made up, but like, that's just what my gut is like telling me. I feel like I can't argue with that. Like, I felt like I was right when I texted you, but I feel like you've thought about this. You, You came in way more prepared. Clearly on this topic that, that I mean, I that's all I've prepared for this podcast. So <laughs> to give you an idea of where I am. So I'm obviously there's we're going to talk about Soto, Yamamoto, everybody. But I talk to my friends. I text my friends. I probably talk to my dad maybe every other day on the phone. And then I got to the point where I was like talking to myself at night, like like basically podcasting with myself, having conversations. Like your wife has sent me, your wife has sent me videos of you doing this on the street before. So <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So I'm like, you know what? We're at the point we got to get on, and there is a lot of, I won't say news, but there is a lot of buzz around the Yankees, not just. Not just in Nashville, but like as soon as the season ended, Martino's like, oh, they're talking about Soto. And it's like, oh, shit, maybe maybe we'll actually do something this offseason. Maybe. Um, yeah, it's I mean, you've tweeted about it. a lot of people have tweeted about it. it. It goes back to like, why do we like this stupid sport? It's the worst one to like. We have no like just free agent like binge because there's no salary cap. So like time is on the owner's side. Might as well wait it out. Um it's been to me for a certain to a certain extent, the whole offseason so far has been refreshing for me because I, for the longest time, have been like, Brian Cashman's a fucking problem. What what like we can't let this keep going. He doesn't have the right to sign judge and like tie us to that contract because he won't be here. He doesn't have the right to sign us to like other long term contracts because like he's got to be at the end of his leash. Feels like more people or saying that, and then he had that disaster of a press conference, just an absolute disaster um, where he really said nothing. I don't care about the cursing. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, he said bullshit or whatever. Um, But like, that's a guy who's not in a good mental headspace right now. But that also then became encouraging because I think we're fucked payroll wise for a very long time anyway. So. It seems like he's good. He may YOLO it. He may go out there and YOLO it and just say, I'm getting Soto. I'm getting Yamamoto. And this is it. And we're going to try to win a World Series with this. Um, And if not, I'm going to get fired regardless. 
it feels like a fuck it off season. You, you said it perfectly. And when you think about where the roster is, it makes sense, right? Cole is, I think, 32 or 33. Judge will be 32 in April. I mean, these are guys kind of on the back end of their prime. They're still in their prime, but they're on the back end of their prime. This is not the time to wait around to see where you're at in three years. And in two years, two or three years, judging Cole could be significantly worse. This is the time to strike, and that's why I am – obviously, I assume you're all in on Soto. We haven't – for everybody listening, we haven't really texted about anything, any of these specific moves. This is our first time connecting. I am absolutely 100,000% all in on Soto because of where this roster is. I assume you are too. If a talent like that comes available, and it's going to cost you Clark Schmidt, Mike King – and some prospects that we hold in high value, and that almost never means anything – never means anything at all um then like you make that move because otherwise people people are gonna we saw what the end of the season was it looked like a high school game half the time we're now getting closer to like we'll be able to recognize if it's a bullshit team again and if we don't make any other like big moves it's a bullshit team again so if you get soto you get yamamoto you still need one more pitcher, um, but you could figure that out to to find like a fifth arm out there, take a shot on somebody, take a shot on a couple guys for cheap because we're talking fifth starter at that point. Uh, they, ha- they have so many options, and I think the reason they're all in on Soto, right, is because the free agent bat market is, is terrible. Cody Bellinger is your best option. You know, he had a great year last year, but two horrible years before that. And I don't think people are real. And this sounds silly. I don't think people realize how good Juan Soto is. Offensively, he is a modern day Ted Williams. His career on base percentage, I think, is over 420. He had 37 home runs last year in a pitcher's park. He's left handed. You can make the argument. Some people would that he's the best left handed hitter in baseball. You know, Judge is the best right handed hitter in baseball. And when thinking about Soto and what he would add to this lineup, ironically, I was actually thinking about the 2004 Red Sox. And I was thinking about Ortiz and Manny back to back lefty righty and just how much of a nightmare that was from our perspective, trying to navigate that. It, it was impossible. And that Red Sox team, people forget, they had a lot of flaws. They weren't athletic. They weren't fast. They had a lot of issues. But having Manny and Ortiz back-to-back just masked so many issues. And I think having Soto and Judge back-to-back could mask and erase a lot of the issues that we saw last year. Well, you mentioned the on-base percentage. He's led the league in walks the last three years. <laughs> Like, that's very tough to do. He stole 12 bases last year. He's not going to go out and steal 30 bases. You don't want him to. But that, for a guy that does what he does everywhere else, to steal 12 bases is, hey, he's picking his spots. He's smart. He's thinking about when to run. He's not going to get thrown out second to third on a ground ball in front of him. Like, that's what that triggers to me. Plus, 35 home runs in – Petco or what do they call it now? Is it Petco? Yeah, it's Petco Park. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Beautiful Qual- park, by the way. Qualcomm Stadium. <laughs> um, Petco, in a contract year, as a Boris guy, which I know those last few things have no science behind them, but a Boris guy contract year, lefty Yankee Stadium, judge, you better watch your record. Oh, like you're, you're salivating at that. Yeah. You're salivating. Dude, he's good. If you put him on the Yankees next year and he's healthy for the whole year, that's 50 home runs. Easily. And you Especially know how many games he played line. in last year? Uh, he led the league 162. I mean, it's everything that like, that we Man. want. Ugh. It is. I, I'm grinning. I'm, I'm borderline salivating. He, he would be, you know, you talk about Harper, Machado, all the guys – we passed on. You can make an argument that he's he's better than all of them. He he might be the most feared slugger in baseball. Again, after Judge, you pair those two together. Those are two like consensus top five hitters, opposite handed back to back. You talk it about takes, it. It oh. takes a lot of pressure too. That lineup takes a lot of pressure then off Rizzo and Stanton providing coverage. So they're expected to do less. And you have the ability to go left, right, left, right, and really mix it up however you want to do it. Like you can go. You can lead off Volpe, Rizzo, Judge, Soto, Stanton. 
Oh, we could do a full we could do three episodes just talking about what the lineup would be if yeah. we got Soto. That that that's a whole that's a whole thing. And look, and that's the, the I've traded year. Glaber in my mind in that lineup. So for a starter? Thinks, for a starting pitcher? Yeah. yeah we too. traded him for a pitcher. Yeah. I wanna call I wanna call the Guardians and see Bieber's got one year left and see, all right, what about Glaber and a couple of prospects? For Bieber, they need some offense. Glaber actually did have a strong year last year. Bieber loves Matt Blake. I would make that call today. Uh, but just getting back to the one-year thing, I see a lot of people that are against it because of the one-year, oh, it's a rental, it's whatever. We already talked about the roster construction. It's it's the definition of a win-now team. But you talked about how motivated he's going to be. 50, 55, 60 home runs. And remember, Judge hit 37 homers in what, what was it, 100 games last year without really seeing anything to hit. Ju- yeah. They could both hit 55. Yeah. The amount of coverage that those guys would get from each other, from the rest of that lineup, would be insanity. It would be an insane lineup. Now, I'm going to go out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with Brian Cashman. Stanton's going to be injured this year. Like, that's I, love that, like he's I be, love that. That was, hey, he he won me back a little bit there. I was like, all right, at least we're talking in the same fucking universe. And people are like, oh, that wouldn't happen if George was alive. George used to rip Dave Winfield. George called out Derek Jeter in June of 2003. Nobody was safe under George. So miss me with that. Oh, if, if George was alive. And I'd rather Cashman say that than, well, if Stanton comes back and is healthy, we can make the wild card. Fuck that. I'm so sick of hearing if this guy bounces back, if that guy bounces back. No, I love that he was brutally honest there. Boone uh, today was saying Stanton's coming back. He's really focused on his health. <laughs> the exact press conference he gave today how many times have we oh he's gonna stretch how many times have we heard that's just like on repeat every december be a limber guy we're hoping to see him in the outfield we're hoping he has the ability to be out there he'll play about 15 games out there let's talk the asking price and all of this media hoopla so the current asking price apparently i i wrote this down so they want king schmidt thorpe vasquez brito and two more pitching prospects. So that's basically seven arms for one year of Soto, which I think we all agree. I We all understand, I think, why Cashman hasn't said yes to that. Yeah, you could talk point. that down the six. We're negotiating. Right. That being said, if Mike King is the fucking holdup here, I, the, the way that people are talking about Mike King, you think he's Garrett Cole. He wasn't good enough to be in the rotation on opening day of last year. Wasn't good enough to be in the rotation coming out of the all-star break. He got his first start August 24th and he made eight starts in garbage time. He is a great seventh inning guy. We don't even know if he can be a starter for a full season and and they're calling him an ace. It's just, it's gotten out of control with Mike King. In order for him to make the rotation, Domingo Herman had to flip a couch, break a TV, and go to rehab. <laughs> like that—that's the only way that happened. <laughs> Is because if he had an injury, he would have been back in a week, you know, or two weeks, and King wouldn't have had it. No, you can't let this shit hold it up. You can't let Schmidt, King, Brito. You can't let like, oh, we got a couple of these. There's a million of those guys. Like you, we know their stuff. We know what they have and we know what they're going to throw. And the guy in the batter's box knows what they're going to throw most of the time, too. So in order to, to get a lineup changing, uh, you know, pickup, you move those guys, you move those arms, you talk it down the six. You know, just, you know, you, you I see think they you get it to there. five. I think five. Yeah. Number. You, you talk you, you talk that down. You make that deal. You flip labor. You play one of the young kids at second. You flip Glaber for a pitcher. It's perfect. I, simple shit. Simple. And Glaber's fifteen million. That you know that helps if they want to stay under the Cohen tax. That two ninety eight or whatever. Yeah. That is. Yeah, it does. I do understand just in terms of pure depth. Like if you give them seven arms, that's a lot of organizational pitching depth that you're giving up. So, so I understand it from that perspective, but it can't be like King cannot be the deal. I mean, how many times have we seen, whether it's chance Adams, Davey Garcia, all, all these can't miss pitchers that we have that we, that we hold on to. And we don't acquire a Garrett Cole in 2017, or we don't acquire Cliff Lee in 2010. I, I just don't trust it. The other thing with King, he's 29 and he has two years of control. He's four years older than Juan Soto. Like what? This is just insane to me. Yeah. He's a not good baseball player. Um, and that's why I've seen, you know, 
MLB ready arms. I've people have replied to me, well, you can't get yeah. well, MLB ready. <laughs> Chase and Shreve's MLB ready. And he got released by the Reds. So like, I don't want to hear the MLB ready arms because I have a MLB ready arm. It's just, they're going to smack the shit out of it. And I want to be clear. I do. I like Mike King and I think he's a great reliever and in a perfect world, I'd love to have him on the team. But if you're talking about him and Juan Soto, it's absolutely no contest. It's not even a discussion. I would say you can have King and pick whatever, two or three of the three of the other guys, you know, King and three others. If you give up King and Schmidt, that's that's 40 percent of your rotation. But, but it's not, are, you don't want it to be 40 percent of your rotation. I agree. You know, it's not like, oh, man, we're losing like we didn't want that. That's not the case that we want it to be. We don't want Soto and those guys are 40 percent of the rotation. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply. Clark Schmidt, in for supposedly having a good year last year, he finished with a 4.64. He was 9-9, nine and nine and he had a war under one. The idea that he's some kind of like great asset is is very and he's he'll be 28. He'll be 28 by opening day. The idea that he's some young stud asset. I, I don't know if it's because he was a first round pick, if he's just like clean cut looking guy or what the fascination is with him. But he, he's a below average starting pitcher. He's a 12th round pick. He was a first. No, he's a first round pick in 2017. He might have been a. My 12th round pick. Oh, I moved on to Schmidt. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I thought you were talking. King. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I am. Um, Schmidt's st- like Schmidt is very mediocre here. <laughs> yes. First of all. You can plug one of those holes by trading Glaber Torres. Yes. You can plug another one of those holes with a Luis heel. Something like that. You a true fifth starter. Um, you can also go to the trash heap of veterans that are available as it gets into spring training. Like a Waka. Yeah, you just find somebody who like who's looking for another shot. Get three of them. Bring them in there. Find someone who can do a little something. Eat some innings. We're talking about a fifth starter here. And at the same time, there's got to be someone in because you're not trading away your whole AAA rotation. Not everyone was who's left in that rotation. Move them up. Move the guys up from single light. 
Who's a stud? In order to win a World Series, think about the teams you see win the World Series. They always have, you know, you're not tracking them all year, but you get to the World Series and they're like, oh, and here's this guy. He played 90 games in double A this year and then a half an inning in triple A. And here he is. MLB debut game two. Like, so find that fucking guy. Like, we have to have him. You need and they do have a lot of special. arms. To yeah. win the World Series, you need something special, borderline magical to happen. And you don't get that. It's very rare that you should go, oh, here's my rotation. Here's my lineup. We'll see you at the end of the season. The Braves came close to it, but got their doors blown off in the playoffs. So it it you need some kind of like magical guy. We used to always play Detroit. We'd play the Tigers. And they'd be like, here's a fat Spanish guy who throws 100 miles an hour who you've never seen before. Every year they had a new one they'd roll out there. The Astros are just continually like, oh, just here's a dude who hits 40 home runs. We had him laying around. So it's – and if we don't have that, we're in bigger trouble. Then we're not going to get there anyway. You know, the what we have now is not going to get it done. Mike King isn't what's going to be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back. <laughs> It's 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 really it's really insane. But th- these people are the same people saying, oh, we we, we can't trade Ch- Chance Adams. We can't trade D- Davy Garcia. It's it's the same cycle with with overrating. And I, to be honest, I, I've never I don't know anything about Drew Thorpe. It, they apparently really high on him. To me, he's another arm in the Yankees in the Yankee system. And that, that's, but, that's all but these guys are to high me. on him. Who's high on him? The guys yeah. who are never right. 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 The guys who are wrong every fucking time. You know, if I trust them way more, if it's a position player or a bat and they're like, this guy can hit, I trust that because they've done that with Judge Sanchez a little bit, Glaber a little bit, Volpe a little bit, like we're, we're Wells a little bit. We've seen them kind of, you know, bring guys through. But you tell me that, oh, well, the Yankees think this guy's a good pitcher. That guy stinks. I don't even need to know who he is. Probably stinks. Thorpe more. never play in the major leagues. And I know you always give the stat of like they haven't had a homegrown starter make a hundred starts that you uh, since Pettit that, is that it? That, so Sevy hit it somehow, but Sevy was here for fucking nine years. He's the Scotty Reynolds of the Yankees to a certain extent. You're like this guy; he's got more eligibility. Um, and Phil Hughes had like 102. Like we're not exactly bringing these guys along and, and creating starting pitchers. No, not at all. And there's no sure things in sports, but but Soto really is the closest thing to it. First full season was 2019. He played 150 games. The 20 the COVID season, he played 47 out of 60. 2021, 151. 2022, 153. And the man played in every single game last year, even when the Padres were eliminated. Um, it, there, it's it's absolutely no no question to me. The other thing I wanted to ask you about. So there's a lot of like back and forth right now. Where you have some people saying, well, the Yankees are the only team involved. The Padres are just making up reports about the Blue Jays to try to get leverage. And then you have the other people like me who are like kind of worried that another team could could swoop in and get get Soto. The Yankees are the only team where so far specific players, multiple specific players have been named in a deal. Do you think it's this is just a two person dance? Do you think there are other teams that are actually in the advanced conversations that that we're having? Like, what's your read on the market? Um, It is definitely not a two person dance. It may seem that we may be slow dancing, but she's making eyes at the guy on the wall. (laughs) Like nobody just goes home with the Yankees without checking in to be like, anyone else? Anyone else want to dance before we get out of here? Like you're always going to do that check in because I think also to a certain extent, I mean, it, it, it's worked in the Stanton case, but like you don't want to be the guy who traded fucking Juan Soto to the Yankees, you know, yeah, who yeah. made their who made their second half outfield judge Dominguez and Soto. Oh, my God. Like and then with Stanton DHing, if he's alive, um, you know, you, you don't want to be that guy. God, that would be – dude, I'm just picturing like, all right, it's a Friday afternoon and you're heading up to game one of the ALDS and it's Dominguez, Soto, Judge, one, two, three with Cole on the mound. I mean how how fired up 
Yeah. It'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be insane. And look, that's something that we were robbed of. I, I don't know about you. We both go to, you know, postseason baseball pretty much every year. It was really weird not. And I know we haven't, we're going all over the place now. It was weird to just have the season end on September 30th or whatever, and it was just over. Yeah, it was just like, oh, this is the end of baseball. I forget. It was October 1st because yeah. it was my daughter's birthday and my in-laws were here. So, so when do they play again? That's what I was getting. That's what I was getting. Um, I almost told my brother-in-law's dad to go fuck himself. <laughs> we were at their house or something, and he was like, I walked out, I didn't even say hi to that guy, and he was like, he was standing behind me, and he's just like, anybody know when the uh, when the Yankees play? And I just want to be like, dude, eat a dick. Eat a dick right now. I'm not even really related to you. We're not even, not even through marriage. You're my, you're my in-law's in-law. Um, no, it, it was weird, but yeah, so I had the game on just like in the background of like, you know, I'm a cutter, like, <laughs> you know, why I have it on, uh, why am I weeping at my child's birthday? Because <laughs> the season was ending and it was just like, yeah, so I have nothing. I didn't watch any playoff baseball. Really? Okay. I, I, I think still, maybe I, I caught a couple of things. I think I caught a couple innings of a World Series game, maybe. See, I got the both LCSs went seven games, so I I got into those, and I I was watching the Phillies a little bit, but it was it was weird. I do felt like I kind of got like my internal clock now is ahead. Like for me, it's almost January fifth, right? Because we didn't have yeah, because we didn't have like I'm ready to go because we haven't we haven't really played meaningful baseball since what was it early August? We realized they were. They were cooked. Like to me, that's mentally yeah. when the season oh, ended. So I'm we itching. were the second half of August and September. We were just going through the motions, putting out a podcast. It was awful. <laughs> it was like, so bad. Because there was a point where it was like, you know, it's therapy. But then there was a point where it was like, this therapy is not helping. Speaking <laughs> of which, I'm in the middle of a Sopranos rewatch. I've been thinking about you. OK. All right. I'm in the middle of the Pine Barrens. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's also like low key. Now, like looking back on it, I haven't watched it in a while funniest show ever just to- tony going i had her tested for aids what do you think i am it's <laughs> is it that like, supposed to be it's just like and because it's the holiday season you know when you binge watch a show like that you find yourself acting like one of the characters yes because the holiday season we got people over a lot i've got cured meats just in the fridge i'm just there just <laughs> eating cured meats i thought about putting on a bathrobe for no reason <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm just have, I'll have three handfuls of gabagool. Drink some orange juice just out of the container. Just put it back I in. I like the one that says some pulp. <laughs> some pulp, Carmella. Throw it at Emily. That'll go over well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's fucking awesome. Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Our next topic. That's he is... The greatest pitcher since sliced bread. He's better than Tanaka. He's better than Darvish. He's apparently the best Japanese pitcher ever. Every big market team is in on him. He is 25. He's won three of the, I forget what it's called, but the Japanese Cy Young Awards in a row. Um, We're in heavy. We're going to bring Matsui to a meeting. What do you think there? Is he bringing his box of porn? (laughs) (laughs) Forget that Matsui's a pervert. Um, No, I mean, I think that is, listen, fuck it. It's not my money. It's not my money. We're in such a bad financial spot with like these contracts, with the Rodon contract, the judge contract, the Stanton contract, to a certain extent, the Cole contract is just because you're tied up in it. So just pour more on because we're either going to figure this out in the short term by just buying a World Series or we are screwed for a decade. So Let's at least give it a try. Hundred percent. Uh, again, every big market team is in on him. It's going to be tough. Apparently, he is intrigued by the idea of being a Yankee. He's somebody. I think it was Bob Clappers basically said he's the opposite of Otani. He he wants the spotlight. He wants attention. He wants the bright lights. You'd think we'd be perfect for that. It does worry me. Obviously, the Mets you would think can offer more uh, with with Cohen, but he's he's twenty five. So even if you give him a nine year deal, that takes him to thirty four. I think Cole's 32 now. Like that's really for a 25 year old. That's not a big deal to me. The thing I'm always concerned with is I feel like we're always three months away from maybe he can only pitch once a week. With well, didn't the Mets do that with Senga? 
I feel like every Japanese pitcher, it becomes a thing. Tanaka, it became a thing. Like, well, he always needed the extra day. Yeah, yeah. The extra day. Yeah. Um, Tanaka's a free agent, right? He is, but I think he's at this point he's like thirty. We need, fifth, we need a fifth starter for a little bit of money. He knows how to get to the stadium from there. Fly to I thought of you when I saw there was an IKF report. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I want IKF on the team. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is. I saw some girl on Twitter. I remember she was a very attractive girl, so that's why I made it funny. And I guess it was – I don't know where she posted it, but she posted a screenshot – and it was her in a bathing suit as a picture. So maybe it was like Instagram okay. and like someone had replied to it privately and said, are you IKF? Cause I want you in every position. <laughs> and it's just a fun, I'm like, I can't believe this site is free. So witty. That is, that is hysterical. I will say if my choices are trade for Soto and then sign Soto to a $500 million deal or Yamamoto, I'm picking Soto just because there's way less risk. I know he's yeah. going to play every day and he is, Born to play in, born to play in Yankee Stadium in every in his personality, in his swing, the way he approaches the game. I just think he would be the perfect fit. But look, if you can go grab Yamamoto, the excitement. Think about the excitement that it would be around opening day if they if they everybody makes the Yamasoto jokes. They actually pull that off. It would be bedlam. Well, to a certain extent, it does become like. If this doesn't do it, you gotta get rid of Cashman because we would have gotten the two and three available players this year, one and two last year, 2020 went out and got Cole. Like you're just, you're not doing it. You're not the guy. So I'm all for like, if, cause I do think the Cashman time is coming to an end. I think it's becoming, um, I think it'll be a situation where maybe they'll let him know and he'll resign. He'll decide to take another role. Like they'll let him do it with dignity. Um, I could also see him not taking, the opportunity to do that. I'd be like, fucking fire me. Um, <laughs> Such a and so like go out, go down swinging. I'm all for it. Like it'll at least get me to the stadium. It will. It will. Uh, and I do think with Cashman, it could just end up being, being burnout, but they, they really do. They really have to get Soto. And, and I do think Yamamoto would be a great fit as well. Five foot 10 scares me a little bit. You don't see many pitchers other than Pedro that last a while at that height, and we always talk about Cole. And we see. already have a, a Pedro. We already have a little Pedro. <laughs> so. Is Davey still in? Do we? Is he still no, even in our? No idea. He's <laughs> going to be He's our number four starter after we trade away Clark Schmidt. R.I.P. Boone was asked about Yamamoto today, and he gave the biggest shit-eating smirk, and it was a smirk that said, "I know something." Now I don't know. He thinks we're going to get him. He thinks we're going to make a monster offer. Boone looked really cocky. It was very similar to the smirk he made when he was asked about Cole in 2019 right before they signed him. Do you think that means anything or do you think Boone's just a clown? Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I think he thinks they're going to have something. I don't think he's a good enough like actor. I think he thinks they're going to have something whether or not we do. I mean, like I said, you're always check for your last option before, before you go home with the Yankees. Um, I did check Tanaka free agent made $8 million uh, last year. 8.6 million had a seven and 11 record. 491 ERA. Wow, he's cooked. Only 139 and a third innings. But 
on Halloween, he had his right elbow cleanup surgery, four month recovery time. I mean, we could get him for like four million dollars, I feel. Dude, I feel like he would come pitch for us for minimum wage. He fucking loved being a Yankee, man. So, like, just be like, hey, we brought, you know, another Japanese pitcher in. You just bring them together. They could share a flight. We'll say we'll fly them back and forth (laughs) on a private plane. Do you remember with Machado when they were like, oh, like the White Sox signed his slapdick brother-in-law for like $2 million. So he's going to he's going to go there. It could be like that. Yeah, this is even worse because I'm just like two Japanese guys. How could they not be together? <laughs> I think there's like some kind of like mentoring relationship. Oh, definitely. But I've the also same seen... way we're sending Matsui. Right. But I've also seen the thing of like, oh, you know, Otani and Yamamoto don't want to like they want to be the guy wherever they go from Japan. Like the odds of them ending up on the same team are minuscule. So I have seen that as well. Who knows how all this works? Yeah, but I'm saying you sign Yamamoto, then you call up Tanaka, and you're just like, hey, you want to come dance? Take the first two months of the season off. We've got Luis Heal. Take the first two months, fucking recover, come in. We'll have you come out in the box like Clemens, and there you go. People would go nuts. Luis Heal is one of those guys where it's like they come up, you're like, oh, this guy's kind of interesting they get Tommy John, you forget about them, and then they're coming back. They're like, oh, yeah, I kind of like that guy. Like, I'm yeah. now kind of excited for Luis Hill. <laughs> yeah, he's back in a big way. <laughs> uh, I mentioned Otani. Shohei Otani is an asshole. Uh, I'll just say it. He makes his own rules. He doesn't speak to the media. He won't take batting practice. Wait, he won't do this. On. Let's go through this. He makes his own rules? Yes. This is well documented. So, like, he, you can't tell him what time he wants to go to the ballpark. Uh, he doesn't speak to the media. He refuses to take batting practice on the field. Like all these, he has all these stipulations. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah, that, you dude. should look into it. Google so it. wait, so he, you sound like Aaron Rodgers, where he's just like he asked one of his teammates. <laughs> he was like, "You believe in 9/11?" He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "You should look into that." <laughs> just look into that. Whenever someone says that, I'm like, "Shit, this is 9/11 guy." Um, Not no. Right. So I didn't know he doesn't take batting practice on the field ever. Yeah, and he doesn't like being seen on the field pregame. Michael Kay actually was talking about it. I saw I saw it on YouTube, and that's one of the things with his free agency. Like, the Angels accommodated everything. Uh, and apparently his translator is like a Silvio Dante consigliere. Like, everything's got to go through him. Well, that's what you need. Um, so, but the reason I'm saying he's an asshole is because nobody is going to sign until he signs. Nothing is happening. This guy is single-handedly ruining the winter meetings. He doesn't want to sign till next week or the week after, whatever the fuck it is. And nobody will do anything until Otani makes a decision. And to me, I'm just blaming the entire winter meetings on him of how boring it's been. Well, I mean, you're just angry that it's not going the way that you want it to go. You just and I'm angry that up. he didn't want to be a Yankee in the first place. I just don't like the guy. Well, yeah, he didn't want to be a Yankee. He can eat a dick there. Also, it's very fun to see all these kids wearing Otani jerseys and their grandfather wearing World War II veteran hats. Very <laughs> um, but, you know, that's when you're the big swinging dick in the Cracker Factory, when you can pitch to an almost Cy Young level and bat to an MVP level. I mean, you get to do that. You get to do those things because it's working. It's one, you know, it's like everyone's looking for Travis Kelsey to be like, oh, he's distracted. That's why, you know, that's why they lost that game. It's Travis. It's Taylor Swift. If it's working, it's working. And, you know, it's working for Otani as long as he can get off the Angels. So would I like to have him on the Yankees? Of course. Did I don't know what it is, what the weird thing is that he just like will not meet with the Yankees. Um, But. Yeah, I mean, he's going to make it. I, I think he probably knows or whoever. Who's his agent? Is it it's like this guy, Naz Bellello, who apparently they they're penalizing teams that leak that they have meetings. Yeah, with. Like, I, like this whole creating your own rules thing. I'm just not into it. I saw. Well, no. So I get saying like, hey, I'm going to have this. Um, you know, I, I, I am going to have. This, you know, these rules that I, this is the way I go about things. I get that. Um, but also I could see saying I have the offer. I know I have an idea, but I'm going to wait and see if the news being out there that like I'm going to make a decision next week 
pushes like one more team in because Jed Hoyer just said like said, no, we're not out of it. He, they, everyone said the Cubs were out. No, we're not. So teams are trying to stay in it. I see. I've seen the Dodgers. I think the Braves, the Blue Jays. I have a scorching hot take. I will Dave not Roberts be- said that he met with them. So I guess they're out. Right. And I get saying <laughs> I don't want that to like I don't want the fact that I came and talked to you to be out there. I don't need that. Get over yourself. That's how I think. You know what? If he goes to the this is my hot take. If he goes to the Blue Jays, I won't be that upset. He doesn't play the field. He's not pitching next year. His career ERA at Yankee Stadium, I think, is over 12. And if it means that the Blue Jays will back off off of Soto, like I, I will let the Blue Jays have Otani if it means I can get Soto. I will make that take that trade off 100 times out of 100. I always wonder when it comes to players like that, if like, you know, because America is America right now. If it isn't going to be like, well, I can live in Canada. You know, I don't have to deal with a lot of the craziness that's going on right now as much. Yeah, I have to travel there for work. But when push comes to shove, I have a place to go right out of there. It's so hard to get in to get in his head, right? Because I think in Japan, he was living with his parents during the off season. He doesn't like going out much. The whole doesn't like the big market thing. Apparently, he's an extreme homebody. I, I cannot even begin to get in the guy's head there. There's a part of me that thinks, Oh yeah, maybe he would like, it's almost like you're almost hiding in Canada. You know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's a little bit more obscure. Yeah. Would he that's like what that? I'm yeah. yeah. I think Atlanta makes a lot of sense. Cause it's like, you know, they play in, I don't think they even play in downtown Atlanta. It's more like suburban Georgia. It's pretty quiet. They have a great squad. It's not a huge market. I could kind of see that. Sushi sucks though. <laughs> I do think that plays a role in a lot of things. Like I said, when um when Cano signed with the Mariners, yes, it's yes. like the food there's got to be terrible because, you know, a big thing on the East Coast of Caribbean guys like, oh, we got an off day. I can pop home, mm-hmm. you know, and you lose that when you play in Seattle. I do think like when Tanaka, I remember when Tanaka signed, he went to a supermarket and got sushi. Really? Yeah, he, he came to New York, like got in late. So like. Things weren't really open, so they just grabbed that. And that's an advantage that I that I think we have with Yamamoto and Soto. Realistically, look, obviously there's a huge Japanese presence in New York for Yamamoto. But the other thing with Soto, everyone's like, oh, well, what happens if we trade for him for a year and then we don't re-sign him? Here's the thing. If they trade for him, they are doing that with the full intention of paying him the next offseason. Uh, of and, making, you really, yeah. and you really don't think a, a Dominican kid that loves the spotlight – isn't going to love playing in New York city for the Yankees. Like, come on. Why, why would he want to leave? Assuming he has a decent year and they do. Okay. So far in his career, he's played in not a city with a, like just a new team with no history. You are the history of the team. And he's played in a vacation destination. You know, he's played at a military port. That's what that is. <laughs> now you get a chance to be a Dominican kid, 25 years old, Yankee stadium, hit 50 home runs. I don't know what, Juan Soto's personal life is like, but it'd be different in New York. <laughs> Pretty sure he's a single guy, too. I, I think he would. I think he'd want to stay. Hi, papi. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I did have some notes here. Um, well, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Definitely curious. There are a lot of the Bellinger takes are all over the place. Where do you fall on, on Bellinger? Because he, he seems to be plan C. It's just not going to be a good contract. Like, no, one. that's not. What he's asked for, I heard saw something that he was asking for like 12 years. It's insane, dude. Insane. Like, it's just not, it's not a good situation. He's, he'll be 29 during the next season. So whatever you sign him to, you're going to end up with adding another player. At that point, we will have Judge, Cole, Rodon, Stanton, and a Bellinger, who would all be five guys over 30 owed $100 million. That's bad. You don't want that. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Uh, and it's 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 a buy high situation, right? We were screaming last year. Sign Bellinger, sign Conforto for a year. I mean, that yeah. that was the time to get him. He would have been great last year. To me, he would be. I would love it. Six years or less. Anything yeah. else? Go. Yeah, you're just not going to get it. Like the deal, whoever signs him, it's going to be a it's going to be a bad contract. If you did like six years at 25 to 27 per, I could live with that because remember Rizzo comes off the books 
after you know he's got one more year yeah. you could slide him to first and like okay but i don't if he's the centerpiece and you're asking him to be the three hitter for the for the next five years like that that i don't think that moves the needle enough and i think they know that that doesn't move the needle like based on jack curry i think we can all agree like that's the closest you're going to get to cashman talking himself and curry said that the quote on soto was you know they know they need to get this done to me, that's about as encouraging as it gets when you're when you're talking about a player. And I know we keep coming back to Soto. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about the guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I think that, you know, that makes sense. I, I think like the Soto thing is becoming almost like the Cole thing where it's like where the people are in the Internet streets with the pitchforks making demands. Yes. Yeah. Like we seemed when you look at like when Cole was a free agent and when judge was a free agent, there was more of a push to get Cole than there was when it was time to get judge. It's always more exciting to from the fans. somebody else's toy than to keep your own and trading for Soto has a lot of that, like almost to a certain extent, it's a far gone, foregone conclusion, but like, don't fuck us here. Cashman don't, you know, don't ruin this for us. So, you know, I, I think it's the move that they have to make. And I think Yankee fans would forgive, like, let's say the Mets off. I'm talking, let's say the Mets offer Yamamoto three ten over 10, like something crazy. They give him a 10 year contract of 300 million. I think we would all be fine. Like we could forgive Cashman and the Yankees for not going there. But if they, if the Padres trade Soto to somebody else, I don't think he's going to be less than the seven pitchers that they're asking for. Yeah, it'll be. And, and then it'll become. Then it'll go right back to Cashman doesn't have the relationships to do this job anymore. And then I'll have to hate Mike King, and I don't want to hate Mike King. I like Mike King in a nutshell as a good seventh inning guy. <laughs> but as I've said many times before, not trying to send them to North Korea, trying to send them to San, to San Diego. <laughs> 72 degrees every day. A uh, couple quick notes. I would love Kevin Kiermeyer on a one-year Band-Aid deal in center field while Dominguez recovers and then have him be the fourth outfielder. When Dominguez gets back, he knows the division. He's battle tested. He's been in the AL East for, I don't know, a decade. He, he seems like a tough player. He seems like a badass when we play when we've played the Rays. I would love Kevin Kiermeyer on a one year deal. Um, Yeah, like I, I'd be open. I think we're going to need someone to play center field. Um, I don't think they're going to go. I mean, they've proven time and time again, they're not going to go with Florial for like half a season. Yeah. Why, why is he even that? That's such a they, they didn't call him up until like September 27th. And he was bad in like 300. <laughs> um, let's talk about just real quick. We, we've been talking, I think me and you for about two years about trading Glaber. For a pitcher, I just mentioned Shane Bieber. They both have one year left. I think they'd have to throw throw in more in addition to Torres. But again, the relationship with Bieber and Matt Blake. Any other arms that come to mind for you that you'd want to ship Glaber for? No, I don't have uh, like any specific ones. I should have done that research. But yeah, no, I, I don't have like someone specific. I mean, I think Bieber is a stretch to, to get someone like that. I did. Um, I thought, you know, maybe you could get um, – like two lesser guys possibly um, where we're not tacking on. Cause I just also don't know that we have after we let go of five to seven prospects for Soto that we have much of value to tack on that we won't need. You're right. For depth. Yeah. Cause that kind of does deplete the pitching system. If you go and get Soto, which I would still do, but it does deplete it. Yeah. It, so like you don't have much to shop and you, you still, you need whoever that fifth starter is in Scranton is congratulations you're the fifth starter in the bronx now <laughs> you just you just jumped a bunch of people yeah uh have you been checking your phone so we just so everybody knows it's 6 20 on days it's tuesday afternoon anything has anything happened since we started recording because i know there's there's tweets going out i haven't seen anything I've, i haven't seen anything i see cashman has uh you know he's got eyes on other players than yamamoto but nothing's happened all right. And if something does something official does happen, we will be obviously yeah. we will do a pod that day, that night, whatever. My my, I guess, kind of final prediction on Soto, I, I do think they will eventually get him. And I only say that because of uh, really of Jack Curry and, and a little bit of Andy Martino. But I think it will be I think it'll either be like right before Christmas or, or right after New Year's. I, I don't it doesn't seem like anything is happening until Otani signs from everything that I've read. I feel like it'll be sooner because okay. 
I think like there is to a certain extent, like there are other players out there that you're going to have for more than a year. And I know Soto is a, you know, can be a franchise changing player, but other teams like teams will move on. And then there's less competition. You go from, you get seven arms to, you know, five to four, you know, there's just less out there. Then it becomes, well, what, what every rescuer for Soto isn't worth it with our roster construction. So teams might move on. One last thing that yeah. I ha- I have to plug. If you've been yep. following me for a while, you know, I saved the dog, did a whole thing. Four years of work. It will not come out until September 3rd of next year. But I have written a children's book. I have a book deal like someone else pays for it all. It's a real thing. You can pre-order it at astraydogforchristmas.com. Uh, the book's called The Stray Dog for Christmas. You can pre-order. We're trying to get me on the New York Times bestseller list. The dog's named after Susan Waldman. Send some emails with her today. I think no that's all deal. we got. Yeah. I got one more plug, actually. Okay. I, I, next time I'll do this at the beginning of the show. We are looking for an intern for the 2024 season. Do social media shit. Tweet out from the account. Uh, you can sit in on the recording sessions. Maybe we'll let you talk from time to time if you're good. Uh, if you can get it for college credits. We had Dan a couple of years ago. He sent me some forms. Uh, you know, I think it was like the decider of him graduating college. I signed everything and, and gave him five stars. I will do that for you if you do well uh, and can do it. We are definitely looking for an intern. I'll, I'll talk to Andrew about this. But if anybody good with social media, cutting up clips, tweeting about the Yankees, you must be a Yankee fan. That's Those are pretty much And be normal. Any other requirements? <laughs> no, that's it. And if you have ideas to contribute to the show, you could be on the show. I think that's all we got. I'm fired up. It was really good. I missed I missed doing the shit. It was this was very we you know, we had the bad therapy. This was good therapy. Yeah, no, this felt nice. This felt nice. Well, um, you could follow Nick on Twitter at NKirbyNYY. He's losing his mind a little bit on there. You could follow me at JJ from the Bronx. You could follow the show at George's Box Pod. Nothing gets tweeted from there because we don't have an intern. But uh, one day it will. And, um, you know, if uh, I don't know, something about a parade or whatever, it's the offseason. There's no parades. There's no parades. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.